Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm going to move my mic a little bit closer. Bat Matt. <laughs> uh, Matt, what should people do? <laughs> like, subscribe, and tell a friend. We're moving on. <laughs> We're not getting the rest of that. Oh, the fan's off. Uh, hey, look, Matt, I'm turning the fan on right now. Last time Matt was like, he was blown away right now. I think it was after we stopped recording. You're yeah. like, when did the fan turn on? I was like, did yeah. you miss the whole thing where I was looking for the thing? Yeah. Yeah, he did. I'm oblivious. Uh, We missed last week. Yep. Or maybe we didn't. Maybe this is last week and we're going to do another episode tomorrow. I don't know. Time is confusing as time, it turns out. Uh, not time is confusing. Our inability to actually keep this a very consistent podcast is the worst. We, uh, yeah, we pretty much just, like, forgot to do it. Matt didn't really think about it and kind of thought we had, because we saw each other last weekend for a barbecue. Because I'm oblivious. And because he's oblivious. Uh, and I was remembering it the entire week and being like, man, we really gotta do this, but I had no time. Like, I had pre-existing plans the entire week, because now that Norman is, like, pretty much entirely opened as of Friday it's, uh, into Phase 3, which is pretty much complete opening. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing people again, so. Yay. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, we didn't do anything. Matt, what you been up to? I've been up to a few things. Um, I finished Watchmen. Um, okay. Finished that a couple weeks ago. It's really weird. Question. Answer. Real quick. Uh, how long do you think you could talk about Batman Eternal? A while. Want to do a catch-up episode? Because I've been up to a lot of stuff. You've been up to a lot of stuff. We yeah. could probably fill 45 with just what, what we've been up to and then like tack on news at the end. Okay. And then do a full thing for Batman Eternal. Okay. Let's do that. Let's do it. All right. Continue what you've been up to. You've been up to a little bit. You said you did a thing, but then I was thinking I, and I missed it. I did. I watched the rest of Watchmen. Oh, cool. Finished it. How does it get? <laughs> really weird. Oh, really? Does it just go wacky? I, not wacky like it's very clear from the start that they knew how it was going to end and it's mm-hmm. like it's it, it's well put together it's just there's some really aggressively strange choices okay um i liked it i liked it a lot but it just it feels so i'm I'm still struggling to wrap my head around it a little bit mm. um is it something that feels like it didn't need to be watchmen no or towards the end, does it really become like this is Watchmen? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because um, when like with how much I'd seen, it was kind of like, I mean, there's like the tiny elements, like the squid thing, like stuff like that, like yeah. references to other people. But I feel like you could still kind of tell this story without it being in the Watchmen. Oh universe. no, it is intensely Watchmen. Okay. It, yeah. They go. Yeah. Those uh, the first four episodes that we had watched when they were coming out, mm-hmm. those are kind of just all of the the setup and. Um, Oh, is it like episode five, like the next episode where it just goes balls to the wall? Yeah, it kind of just God starts. Damn it! It just starts revealing everything. It goes so blue, like glowing blue balls to the wall, <laughs> pretty much. In sometimes some places, literally. Oh, really? Does he show up that early? Not that early. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he shows up the last couple of episodes. Okay. Um, and he's handled in a very interesting way. Cool. I think it's convincing. You have HBO Max, right? Yes. I'm going to take that from you for a sec for a little bit. I might actually finish that. All right. Maybe I'll finish tomorrow. Yeah. Or tonight. I don't know. Who knows? I might. <laughs> I got nothing to do. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, 
it I know Alan Moore would have and I think does really hate that it happened. Mm. Um but it feels like a reasonably faithful sequel to his initial vision. Okay. Um and I think we'll we'll have more to discuss on the topic once you've actually seen it, but um maybe I'll do it Is Watchmen on DC Universe? The the book book. Do you um, know? I don't know. Because I think I want to read it again before. Because mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. are there things that really reference the tiny and minute details that are... That, yes. Can you watch a Watchmen without missing a whole lot? Without having read the book? Uh, yeah, you can get the, the big stuff. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of tiny stuff? There's Yeah, a lot of details. A lot of um, things that will seem like they're being made outsize importance unless you've read the book. Um, some of the characterizations in the show would feel pretty jarring if you only remember having seen the movie or you only have seen the movie okay um follow-up question do i need to read all the subs uh the supplementary stuff yes okay well i mean for the move for the show yes okay because that's something that like if then i probably won't watch it this week because i do want to mm-hmm. fully go through and read that shit but i'm working on another alan moore thing that's right right ah! <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. i won't watch watchmen soon god damn it who watches The Watchmen? Not Preston. Not me yet. <laughs> me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, no, it's, it's coming soon to a, later to an episode. Preston yep. then has his discussion on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it is It is sure something. Um, there's room for a second season and for ways for the world to expand after this, but it also, I think, would be a satisfying endpoint. Okay. Um, is there going to be a second? I don't think they've confirmed anything. Okay. Um, I. It wouldn't surprise me if they did go for it and it wouldn't surprise me if the second season ends up being kind of bad but um gotcha yeah yeah i I feel like that would be that's kind of typically the case i feel like with almost every show i can't think of a single show where like the second season is better than the first season if the first season is like that that great if the first season's great yeah like i mean well daredevil and house of cards or like okay uh airbender last airbender uh, it keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, Clone Wars, it gets better. First season's not yeah, like not like great. I guess we're talking about like Game of Thrones, Watchmen level. Yeah, fucking amazing first season. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, speaking of Avatar: The Last Airbender, <gasps> I watched the first episode. Okay. Very small sample size, but what do you think so far? <laughs> it's fine. It's a it, yeah. That's what I was saying. Like like I mentioned, it gets better. Yeah. And also, this is a very character-driven thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm actually going to get a little bit into that once I get into my What You've Been Up To's. All right. Um, yeah, it's it's a very character-relationship-driven mm-hmm. and character-arc stuff. So yeah. the, the just-as-it-is episodes aren't that fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I kind of I referenced this last time. When airing on Nickelodeon, it was kind of hard to air it because kids just like they see it like they right you know click it on like 6 30 one night and then they get ha- or like 6 52 so they get halfway through an episode yeah um so they typically aired like two or three filler episodes and right. not really the rest of the show right um but yeah no you'll there's not much we can talk about yet but yeah but you understand the world already though right and i i like the world building i like just kind of the the concepts of it it's mm-hmm. um it's interesting and it's kind of strange but you know it feels authentic to yeah. sort of itself there is some like I, I really like this and i really f- 
kind of noticed and focused on it uh my last watch through um there's a lot of details of the nations differing that you don't really that they don't they don't address at all mm-hmm. like their eye colors all waterbenders are all are all water tribe or blue eyes mm-hmm. all air tribe is like kind of a gray steel color mm-hmm. all earth uh earth kingdom are green and all uh fire fire kingdom is like an orange mm-hmm. and that that's just the case or, or no brown brown eyes mm-hmm. uh, and that's just the case like yeah. y- you'll notice that and there's tiny little things where at one point they try to pretend they're firebend or fire nation people and it does bother me because like they wouldn't have been able to do it for a kid show. Right. And I think that's where they could have like delved into it. If they, if this <coughs> Netflix yeah. live action show was good, mm-hmm. they might be able to attack some of that stuff, but it's just like, Oh yeah, we're firebenders. Like I can see your eyes, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't have been able to get away with that. on yeah. Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Mommy. What's that mean? <laughs> well, when a mother and father love each other very much, they make you go away. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay so uh, yeah i'm glad you're yeah. it's okay for the first episode <laughs> yep i'm i'm not gonna stop watching yet cool you are not you're not gonna stop watching if you can get through the first season you're not gonna want to stop watching okay yeah. i can challenge accepted all right you're just gonna want to hate it now just to be that contrarian <laughs> to my opinion I've got, that you I've are got just a, a, a small but strong contrarian streak and so yeah. everyone's telling me i'm gonna love this thing and i'm like yeah i'll watch it but i'm we'll see yeah um and you don't cry so like you're not gonna get those emotional stuff i get the emotional stuff i just don't shed water out of my face from it (laughs) (laughs) that's fair um what do you think about zuko so far feels like he has the potential to be an interesting character but right now he's very much just like i'm gonna do the thing my honor (laughs) my hair is stupid no one notices (laughs) oh man um yeah yep uh what else have i done watched a couple more episodes of the office we're mm-hmm. getting into season eight I'm um, sorry it's uh so like arrested development the first three seasons are just transcendent they're different they're wacky but it's like it's got its own flavor of comedy and it's it's really good stuff and then netflix acquired it they produced season four which was weird and didn't feel quite the same, but it was still like, it was okay. It was watchable. And then they produced season five, which was this just unholy nightmare. Hmm. Like it's, I don't know if I want to say this, but it might be worse than Hellboy. It's appalling. Oh, it is. It is just a pit and it's astounding. And it's just, it's so it's like, it's different and it's different in kind of a weird way. And I get sort of the same vibe from season eight of The Office, just like it's not the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's sort of become like a bit of a hyper reality and it's just a little bit wacky. And every yeah. now and then that lands really satisfyingly. So I think The Office is where the David Schur shows learned to end their show. Yeah. And it was unfortunate that. I think with the the cancellation of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, he kind of lost control of that. Mm. That's when NBC was like, "No, let's keep it going." And then you're like, kind of saying that it's not very great. Yeah, um, kind of recursive, uh, recursive or aggressive on their character development and stuff like that. Yeah, and it just it it got badly written. Yeah, but then you have like Parks and Rec, where it's just good like all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and what's what's his other big one? Drawn a uh, blank. Good place. Good place. Yeah, and they can't. They stop that after four. Yeah, and they then from what I've heard, you've seen season four, right? Uh, I've only seen through three. Okay, me too. Uh, from what I've heard, my parents watched season four. Apparently, it's great, and it's a great conclusion. I believe it. Also, I am. I've completely lost respect for my dad's opinion on things because he liked Suicide Squad better than Birds of Prey. I told him what? to his face, you're no longer related to me. <laughs> <laughs> I understood you know, his I, I, point from his perspective that the the actors and the characters felt a bit more natural in Suicide Squad than, like, because you have, like, Will Smith plays his character well. Yeah. Uh... Uh, El Diablo plays his character really well. Yep. I liked his character. Heck, Jai Courtney puts in the performance of his life as Boomerang guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, like you have these, you have these good characters. They're believable characters and actors. Birds of Prey, I kind of understand. Huntress is like a little lacking. Uh, Renee Montoya really doesn't make sense. She's kind of just a like a weird mishmash of stereotypes. Yeah, and, and, like, it kind of cliches. His. I guess what I'm learning with my dad's uh, viewing of movies is he's very character-based. Okay. So if the characters aren't fantastic, the movie's not. And there's okay. a lot of missing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't even notice the problems that I had where it was just like, there's you got your Harley Quinn movie, then you got your Birds of Prey movie stuck together in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a clear seam. Um, but he didn't like notice that kind of stuff. And okay. kind of the reasons that we didn't like Suicide Squad and stuff like that. but. Mm-hmm. Because it was a bad movie. It was a bad should movie. be ashamed of itself. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Suicide Squad, that reminds me. I love how Avatar The Last Airbender got the blue sky beam out of the way within like the first five minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. We can just, it's uh, done. Shove it out of the way. Does that. Wouldn't surprise me if there's another one at some point, but. I don't think there is. Dude. God. Okay. I'm so glad you're watching it because I there's so much I'm like watching so much and thinking about it so much and I noticed like the last time I watched it was before I really got into analyzing movies and shows mm-hmm. so I caught so much more mm-hmm. and there's so much about like the fact that this show's a kid show and it's willing so I always go back to Atla it's willing to attach to tragedy mm-hmm. like there's a fight scene at the end that is like they could go like epic music and fighting and stuff. But it's really somber. It's like Adagio and D for strings level mm-hmm. like music. Okay. And it's just like, this is a tragedy that this is happening. And it lets that happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Looking just, forward. Oh, so much. Anyway. Looking forward to it. Yep. Um, what else have I done? I watched uh, Extraction last night on Netflix. Oh, that's the, that's the, what the, the Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. So. I mean, it's it's a straightforward action movie. It's a Netflix original, right? Yeah. Um, it's written by Joe Russo, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's it's very much just kind of basic action movie story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if John Wick is the perfect version of that, then this is the pretty good version of that. Okay. Um, you know, Chris Hemsworth is he's fun. Yeah. Um, he shoots just so many people um <laughs> what's like, the is it like a, is it kind of like a um sci-fi action or is it like a military action it is uh pure just military action okay. um basically the story is um there's this indian drug lord um and his kid gets kidnapped his kid's like teenager um and taken across the border to bangladesh by the biggest um bangladeshi drug lord 
Uh Um, and so Indian drug Lord, uh, takes it has this top guy tasked with um rescuing his son and so top guy hires chris hemsworth and his team of mercenaries and whatnot mm-hmm. to come in and do the titular extraction yep um get the kid out and so they get the kid out and everyone is shooting everyone there's so much shooting in this movie it's like i don't watch action movies that much anymore at this point uh-huh. in my life so many people get shot <laughs> um but no it's 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 pretty solid like chris hemsworth is likable the uh the kid who's is um he's got like actual some character to him um there's just a, a whole cast of memorable and interesting side characters kind of just surrounding the whole plot mm-hmm. um david harbour turns up at one point oh oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty great he's kind of underused but mm-hmm. he's in it um and he he does a job well he's he's good at his job um there's a few really cool moments where it's like uh this could be where it's going to do a cliche and then it dodges it in a clever way Uh, um so like there's a scene where chris emsworth and the kid are kind of trapped and they need to get into a car and get out so they're trying car doors bonk the mic hey and you actually (laughs) heard it this time because we figured out the reason that it sounded like shit for the past 10 weeks yeah anyway Anyway, uh, they're trying to find a car. They find a car door that's open. They get in, and he looks under both the blinds and looks in the glove compartment, no keys. So he grabs a screwdriver and, like, shoves it in the ignition and does the little thing and uh-huh. gets it to work. It's instead of the keys just being under the oh like, yeah. yeah under the window shade. Um, uh, there was another one, but I don't remember what it was. Um, awesome. Another memorable one. I guess. I'd... Clearly memorable. <laughs> Very yeah. memorable. Is there any point where like Chris Hemsworth uh, looks at David Harbour and goes like, what the hell, boy? <laughs> I've been sitting on that one waiting for you to stop talking so I can make that joke. <laughs> I wish there were. Um, it is a little humorless at times. Like Chris Hemsworth character is kind of, he's funny, but in sort of like a, a dry way and where the smile doesn't quite reach his eyes. Like a little oh. bit like like broken Thor, yeah. At some points, um, it's it's a good performance. It's just kind of low key. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Definitely. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch this, like, because I'm gonna have to watch this so we have more to talk about for the uh, Christmas episode. Yeah, we're halfway through the year, my guy. Whew, almost. Yeah, the year went by fast. Yeah. It was literally consumed by the coronavirus. Yep. Um, he gets to use his Australian accent, which is fun. We never did a bunch of people do. Anyway. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. I thought things got really wacky because you it's like fucked up the intro. <laughs> I'm not the one that went off course there. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, stayed, you stayed right on track. Yeah, no, I was just, I wasn't listening to the words. I was just were, following the, the inflection and kind of the rhythm there. It was, it was like actually a train and you're the caboose and I was the the, the <laughs> locomotive. And the locomotive just kind of fell off the track, but the caboose just kept going with momentum. I was like, I'm, fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> still, still going here. <laughs> um, I'm filling this episode with tangents so we yeah. can fill our 45 minutes. Gosh, I'm, I'm really trying to remember because this moment I remember, it stuck out at me when it happened, but I just, I don't remember what it was. Um, that's going to, it's going to bug me now. I'm oh, well, I, you'll, gonna... you'll scream it at me later in the episode. Yeah, I'm never going to rewatch it um there's the the action is it's kind of wannabe john wick it's 
got sort of that longer smooth take and it's a little choreographed and it it's it's no john wick but yeah. it's there's some fun moments there's a spot where um one of the kind of major side characters i guess like he's fighting a dude and he runs out of ammo which they're good about in this movie is guns do not have unlimited ammo like there's, oh there's a shot where um uh chris hemsworth has like a an automatic weapon and he's firing out of a window and he sprays for like three or four seconds and then has to reload which is mm. like realistic how fast yeah. you go through a magazine yeah. or something like that um i thought i i don't know it's like it's right there on the tip yeah. of my brain <laughs> um anyway so this the side character he like he pins a guy down and he tries to shoot him but like he's out of bullets and so he like he's keeping the guy pinned down the guy's struggling as he like one-handed puts the new magazine mm. in and then shoots him in the face that's oh. pretty great <laughs> <laughs> um there's also a massive like 15 minute long take action scene action sequence in the middle oh cool um is it actually a long take no, or is it there's okay. you can see the cuts gotcha but um it's it's pretty cool while it's going mm-hmm. it's uh it given how the rest of the movie is kind of just normal editing and like kind of choppy action movie for the most part it feels a little more on the gimmicky side mm. um but it's still it's fun they like they go all over the place they're in a yeah. car and then they're in a building and then they're running all over the place in this building gotcha um i don't know anyway yeah it's a uh, it's solid you know, if you got a couple beers in you and you want to just turn off your brain for a little bit and watch Chris Emsworth shoot like 30,000 people. It's like literally all I do. I just put a few beers in me and then just turn my brain off. Yeah. Great. It, I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's a solid, solid movie for that sort of thing. Cool. Um, I might actually, I might check that out since I don't have to like read an entire comic book series and then read an entire graphic novel before watching that. That might be something I check out mm-hmm. soon. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, that's not all I've been up to. Most of my, um, you've been up to time has been preoccupied with a certain stack of comic books, yes. but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Dive into that. A little more than a minute, but yeah, eventually. Yep. Anyway, uh, I think that's everything I've been up to. I'll hey, if we recorded these, like, if we recorded this, like, on time, that might even have been, like, a, like, catch that next week. But no, we're gonna, literally gonna release these two at the exact same time. We might crack this one out tonight. Yeah. So it's, it's at least before when we're supposed to release the next one. Yeah. I don't got anything going on. I can crank this out Pretend tonight. Pretend we did this on purpose, but mm-hmm. except for us talking about it all the time. And me actually putting a tweet out that we forgot to record the episode. Whoops. You did a Twitter. I did a tweet, and it was just us me talking about yeah. how bad we are at this. <laughs> all right. Well, go you. Okay. Uh, what have I been up to? What are we at for time-wise? Oh, cool. We're 22 minutes. Oh. Uh, all right. I'm in continuing Swamp Thing. Yep. How far are you? Uh, I just finished book two. All right. Which means... Which means... Swamp Sex. Swamp Sex. That's I got the, the Swamp Sex. Oh, it's at the end of book two? In the book two. Okay. I couldn't remember exactly yeah. where it was. That was a surreal experience. Yeah. Reading that. That's a... It's weird, but it so works. It's like... I can't, okay, so basically, correct me if I'm wrong if you can remember this, but the way that I interpret it basically is she's like, well, we can't, like, she confesses her love to him and he, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I mean, like, how do we, ki- like, how do we, how does this happen? And they kiss and she's like, it tastes like lime. And she's, and he's like, do you like lime? And she's like, I love lime. And I'm like, that's like grossly adorable. Yeah. Like, and not like, oh, that's so adorable. It's disgusting. It's like, that's disgusting, but also adorable. Yeah. Um, 
And then she's like, well, how do we, how, do, how, how does sex work? You're like literally plant. <laughs> And I thought he would just be like, hey, look, fucking. <laughs> <Found Here's> a... <laughs> but even with Alan Moore's flagrant disregard for the Comics Code Authority, that probably wouldn't have flown in 1985. That's true. Uh, these were not approved. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so the way it happens is he basically runs like runs off a little bit. And like, I don't know if he grows it immediately or something that's been like, on him. But it's like mm-hmm. this this uh, fruit or something that's on him. Mm-hmm. And he like hands it to her and he's like, eat this. And she's like, oh, that's like. That's actually really good. Well, at first she's like, it's you. I don't want to eat you. And he's like, no, eat it. Like, I want you to eat it. Like, it's It's my testicle. It's my, it's, I eat my nut. (laughs) (laughs) And so she eats it. She's like, this is really good. And then she starts to kind of get woozy. And then it, the, uh, this is where we talked about uh, contrasting to the, uh, the labyrinth of owls Mm -hmm. in the Batman series and this one. Of where the the book actually turns, yeah. Like it, it then goes. It doesn't go all the way upside down like Labyrinth does, but it it goes sideways to where you're reading, like you're holding it like a, a fucking one of those sexy magazine girls. And I'm like one of the, the centerfolds. Yeah. Is that what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're way too young to ever ever experience those, um, unless that that look you just like. <laughs> When you were a kid, did you get one of those? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, but you're reading like that, and it's this... Basically, the way I interpret it is... Physically, if you look at... Like, if you went outside and you saw their body, she would be unconscious, and he, like... I probably was, like, asleep, un- like, went unconscious as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, let his mind go into the swamp. Right. But her consuming part of him continues that idea that like his he's a swamp that consumed alcohol and thinking it was alcohol right so the consumption brings in this this uh um this consciousness into her right and so it be and it's not sex per se but it's the visceral emotion raw emotion and love that you get during sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, Preston's talking about sex. <laughs> um, th- that you get during sex, and it's like, and it's just th- this connection. Yeah. And they, like, just their thoughts are what is making it happen. Yeah. And, like, so, really, if you look at, like, at what's happening in her brain, that's not the swamp thing that's in the swamp. Like, it's a different consciousness, because it's her consciousness that has absorbed the memories and consciousness of this new Alec Holland swamp guy. Right. And what he was thinking exactly when she ate it. Mm-hmm. And so let, let's say that that happened for like years, anything that this new swamp thing learned or did or changed his, his feelings wouldn't reflect because she's getting this, this memory inside her. So it's a different like branch of Alec Holland that she's mentally having sex with. Right. Is that how you interpreted that? Roughly, yeah. It made a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense while you're reading it. Yeah. If you think about that. It's that's, really hard to describe. That's the thing about Alan Moore. If you try to explain Alan Moore using words that are not Alan Moore. You'll sound like a fucking maniac. It's all just, yeah. It it would be nonsense under any other writer's pen. Yeah. But, but it's just. He's a terrifying god, man. That it, it, it's a, a brutal and fascinating experience to read that yeah um i think even more so like the feelings that i was like experiencing uh like not going horny like the the Mm -hmm. feelings of just like this is 
like losing yourself into the book was more so during this than during the dream sequence, which I was losing my mind to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, and it, it kind of like now I'm continuing the what's it the the nuke face guy. Oh yeah, that's a that's a whole thing. I think yeah. that's for the whole book because I, whenever I get a new thing, I kind of like uh, I open randomly throughout to see if there's any characters that pop up. Like uh, mm. like uh, I I did that with book two when I uh-huh. saw Etrigan and and phantom stranger yeah uh, it's just like little things to like look forward to oh yeah um you get a, a whole bunch of those guys yeah coming up i can't remember if it's volume three or four when that must be four because i didn't see anybody in okay. three at least that's what i, I don't know like, or is it like a long-term thing yeah okay there's a, a, a kind of sustained part where swamp thing's working with them okay who's he working with um etrigan and uh, oh they come back okay yeah yeah like etrigan and constantine and um i think specter shows up and Okay, uh, the Constantine was a new thing. He came across Spectre and like, mm. kind of had like a back and forth. That's when he was like going to hell and Spectre like and oh, yeah. uh, they. Uh, I think it was someone said something to Spectre and Spectre laughed at them and they're just like, "What?" <laughs> um, but cool, yeah. That's like the whole yeah the Justice League Dark Universe. That's where he. Yeah, is. yeah. We're really kind of we get into that. Uh, so yeah, been working on that. Um, since I forced my girlfriend to watch uh, Avatar: Last Airbender uh it's her turn to pick a show and so we started she wants me to start to watch that she wanted me to start watching merlin okay have you ever watched merlin never have okay are you familiar with it five season bbc show from like 2008 to 2013 okay um and it's it's basically about a young merlin and arthur growing up together and merlin hiding his magic and like because that's not canon yeah uh uther's the king for the whole pretty much the whole time uh Hmm. and uther i believe this is accurate uther hated magic um and like and is like on like the whole show is like on on a slaughter of anyone that's magic and wants to kill everyone so uh uh merlin a young merlin and his uh elderly knowledgeable uh physician mentor gaius are basically trying to protect arthur and the kingdom secretly using magic and basically it's a episodic uh kind of thing for the most part there are overarching Mm -hmm. plots and stuff Mm -hmm. but episodic um of arthur goes and gets himself into trouble that must be solved by magic so naturally merlin saves him by with magic while being discreet Mm mm-hmm it's, it, there's kind of a consistent theme every time like right. it's the same thing every time and uh, overarching thoughts it's not it's a show you have to turn your brain off um mm-hmm. but there's a lot of it is a, it's an it's a fun character thing uh when we were watching the first couple episodes she would distract me and i wouldn't be i wouldn't be paying attention and i look back and be like wait what's happening and then she'd be like oh it's a uh tournament i'm like cool got the plot and then after the first couple episodes like i don't care about this show mm-hmm. like i don't see the the, the the plot's not great right and she's like it's all about it's about the characters and i'm like well then i gotta watch for the characters like yeah. i'm missing the tiny character moments that build those relationships i'm getting the plot plot's kind of bad but uh so i started watching it on my own while i was at work and it it started to click like the little okay. little tiny bits between uh between characters are it's developing and mm-hmm. i can't remember if it was a show that you talked about um at some point but there's a problem that i'm kind of seeing where like the show goes on and like merlin expresses his concern and war and warns arthur to not to do something or warns him that something's happening and arthur's like shut up you're a stupid servant because he's like kind of he's a servant Uh. um 
shut up, you're a stupid servant. And then at the end, Arthur's like, oh, I guess you were right. Everything like turned out well, but you were right. I'm sorry. Next episode, shut up, you're a stupid servant. Mm. And it kind of does that every time. But no really, bro. this recent episode we just watched was really guilty of that. Uh. He's like, hey, look, crazy shit's about to happen. And he's like, you're drunk. Go away. And it's just like, dude, this guy's been right for like a year about everything. <laughs> Fucking listen to him. And yeah. like, and I asked her and she doesn't remember it. If, uh, like if that gets better in later seasons, um, I really hope it does. Cause it's going to get really exhausting for that to always be the case. Yeah. I would really like it to like Merlin still has to hide his magic, but he does become an advisor to the prince, mm-hmm. uh, a more trusted advisor rather than a servant. Cause if it's just the same thing the whole time, it's going to get old fast. Um, Looking at my, I like to look ahead for some stuff so I know like when Arthur finds out and I know when King Uther dies and stuff like that. Um, but th- there's an element of, I guess I guess it's kind of fun. Uh, I know too much about Arthurian legend to not know when things are gonna happen. So yeah. there's a character who's a good guy and she's a lovely lady named Morgana, and I'm like, oh dear, <laughs> wow, wonder who she turns into. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we're like towards the end of season one is when you kind of see the first moment that she's not it is it's not that she's hiding being bad mm-hmm. uh apparently it's a really interesting character arc of like her kind of slowly becoming bad for okay. a very a variety of reasons mm-hmm. so i'm excited to kind of see you kind of see the first bit of that um and it's an understandable thing too so i think they're gonna go with a really like sympathetic villain route all right um so I'm I'm curious to see what that is. Uh, Guinevere, who is Car- Arthur's wife, is a character, and they mm-hmm. just I think in the last episode just showed their first kind of affection for each other. So that might develop, and then I would kind of expect it to. Depending, on... well, depend also depending on uh, what stories you're talking about. Apparently, she's also like a super bitch. Uh, in Depends. some story, uh, in some stories, and others, she's a lovely like people lady of the people. Others, right. she's like a nutso. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm curious. I think they're going to go with a lovely lady because they've already got a female going nuts. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, there, there's some things that you have to kind of like just forget about in canon. Like the fact that Arthur and uh, Merlin are the same age when in <laughs> Arthurian legend, Merlin was already like a million year old, fully realized warlock yep. and helped to create Arthur's conception. Yep. <laughs> so it's got to kind of forget that a little bit. Um, but otherwise, it's a it's an enjoyable show. Um, it's a it's a I fun, probably like, won't watch it, but yeah, it, it's a watch over someone's shoulder kind of thing that yeah. you want to do. Um, the I, I looked at the the viewership. I was trying to find the budget of it, hoping it gets better because there's a dragon in the first couple seasons, and mm-hmm. it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really hoping the budget increases. And I couldn't find the budget anywhere. I don't know where you find budget for shows. I just it's, like yeah, it's I actually I don't know it's I think it's harder to find yeah um but I knew the vi- viewership it's like uh what was it I think five million for the first five point something million for the first season four million for second season five million six million seven million seven million so it actually kind of like it dips at season two and then gets more popular through season three and five okay. um and then it gets canceled at season five mm-hmm. um so we'll see that's typically ref- reflective of it gets better. Um, if you look at the viewership for, uh, walking dead, it's just constantly going down. And then it spiked a little bit at season eight cause Negan was introduced and got mm-hmm. some popularity. Uh, but then it's like going back down cause no one gives a fuck about the whispers. 
<laughs> yeah, you don't even know what they are. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no one gives a shit, and the show, I'm surprised, has not been canceled yet. I think it's going to get canceled in the next it's couple still seasons. still going? Yeah. No? Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I think, yeah, they just wrapped up season 10, if I'm correct. It does and, sound right, yeah. Um, So they're going to, I think they're still going. I think they wrapped, no, they're still going on the Whispers thing. But yeah. All right. Uh, That's Merlin. Cool. What else? Watch Dark Knight Rises. Oh yeah. I'm gonna double check to make sure it's still yep. recording. Yep. Uh, so you were? Did you rewatch the whole trilogy then? Yes. Okay. Uh, I it was my turn to pick a movie, and I wanted to watch La La Land. La La Land is my next choice. Mm-hmm. Um, because she watched uh, she watched uh, Marriage Story. Uh, oh. so I wanted to give her another like visceral relationship experience. Uh, <laughs> what I'm doing in my relationship. Watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, um, yeah, so I, I decided to get watched, uh, Dark Knight Rises again. That's also got a bit of a visceral relationship experience because Bruce has a small relationship with Talia. Spoilers for Dark Knight Rises. Oh God, it's been out for so long. (laughs) And, and then she stabs him in the guts. So it's literally visceral. Ah! (laughs) Um, that's not a fantastic movie. I really like it, but it's got some big problems. It's got some really... First of all, the first big problem is I can't understand a fucking word that Bane says. I don't really get that. Okay, so the reason I didn't really catch that in previous watch-throughs is because I wasn't trying to pay attention to the full plot in its entirety. Uh. So when people would say something and I wouldn't catch it, I'd be like, ah, whatever. And that was mostly what Bane was saying. (laughs) Like, there are some moments with Bane that are great. Like, there's a moment where he's talking to Daggett, and Daggett's like, get out, I'm in control. And Bane just puts his hand lightly yeah. on his shoulder, and it's like, fuck, that's a good Bane moment. <laughs> do you feel in charge? Do you feel I can't in- do the voice. Yeah. But... Do you feel in control? <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I have gotten really... I, that was actually not that fantastic, but I... Uh, what was it? Um, I, uh, I... She said something to me, and then I was just like... I was born in the darkness. And she was like, what? And I'm like, oh, no, you haven't seen that movie yet. <laughs> uh, so we watched that. Um, I feel like it doesn't know if it wants to be a pro-police or like a, a pro-freedom like freedom or pro-police, like where it stands on yeah. that issue. Yeah. It really switches about halfway through. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Because it, it makes Bane's argument too good, mm-hmm. but then it makes everything that bane does uh, bad right like i want to give it back to the people the police are oppressing and it's like Mm -hmm. i mean yeah it's a bit topical right now (laughs) like yeah i i buy that and he's like all right so i'm gonna fucking nuke everyone and we're like no wait (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it um it really feels to so originally i think nolan had only intended to do the two batman begins dark knight yeah um and they dragged him back for a trilogy Mm -hmm. And he didn't have Heath Ledger around mm. to bring anything back there. Um, and so this one, it feels like it's not consistent with his original vision, I think. It feels yeah. it feels like a comic book story grafted onto a Nolan-esque real-world type movie. What was the next movie? What was he working on while working on this because i feel like one of the reasons is he maybe he just didn't put as much thought into it because he was working on one of his other pet well movies. inception came between dark knight and dark knight rises 
and that was kind of his baby. That's yeah, that was something he was working, working on for like, like ten years, yeah, twenty years, twenty years. Yeah, so that that might have been part of the problem. Yeah, but I feel like he still would have. I feel like it. What is whatever movie came out after? Interstellar, maybe, huh? Interstellar. Maybe the reason both of them are his two worst movies is because he was forced to work on that, so he couldn't put as much effort into Interstellar that he wanted to, mm-hmm. and he couldn't put as much effort into Dark Knight Rises as everyone else wanted him to. Right. So maybe that's... Yeah. That could be a reason. <laughs> we solved the Christopher Nolan problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think he was forced to, but I think they, they brought him back and his heart wasn't in it as much mm-hmm. as it should have been. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's like... There's... One of the things they do really well, I think, is, like, with all three movies, they give the Batman, like, their version of the Batman something, a different challenge each time. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing he's got to overcome. Right. Because this is the first time that he's come across a physical match. Right. By, like, having Bane literally brutalized the fuck out of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say this is a better version of the Dark Knight saga than, or the Nightfall saga than the Nightfall saga. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um... But and so that's like really cool that, that that happens, and then once he finds that one weakness, then he can pers- uh, then he can expo- exploit that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do the mystery well of who the the child that came out of the pit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the, it, it felt a little just like a plot twist for the sake of a plot twist. Uh, it it was really interesting. Like knowing all this stuff is one thing, but like having someone next to me that hasn't seen the stuff, like mm-hmm. her reactions, kind of helped me identify what was good and what was not great okay um so the the reveal that quote-unquote bane was the child she was like oh shit because she remembered who rajal ghoul was uh-huh. uh and she was like oh shit that's fucking nuts and then when it revealed that like she was talia al ghoul she was like oh shit hmm. like that that twist just yeah. doesn't have the same impact as what bane came from right um so i think that like that first twist is a really good one and then they kind of like brush that aside with another one that's not as good yeah i really like the version of bane that they started in this movie and then they make him and and that's just a sidekick yeah exactly like that's uh very similar to i think my my same argument with like his 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 argument versus what happens in the second half of the movie Mm -hmm. i think the first half of this movie is a really great idea yeah of what bane is and then they're just like connect to the first movie please and they bring in scarecrow again they bring back raz al ghul and it's just like okay oh it's just (laughs) i liked the first half of it yeah um it's it's got a lot of things to like about it but yeah it's got some big problems yeah uh couldn't have cast selena kyle better no yeah that's... <laughs> <laughs> just every uh, moment that she's like the music like hans zimmer I killed love with the that song. theme yeah like stuff i've never noticed before how good of a just anytime catwoman's on the screen i'm just like mm, yeah <laughs> yeah there's like that one scene that i i forgot i always forget about where the kid accidentally or the kid steals a apple from two people and they're about to beat him up and she shows up and beat the living shit out of him and it's like don't steal from people you cannot run kid and like takes a bite of the apple and tosses it back to him and goes and leaves mm-hmm. oh it doesn't leave then bruce shows up right but like that's a, that's an amazing scene that she's like th- that's the anti-hero that yeah. she is um like she'll steal steal from the rich and help the poor mm-hmm. um i love that idea of her um what else was there there was a couple other things uh oh it's really funny that most of the cast like the big cast is british mm-hmm. 
Because this is such a commentary on the American penal system. <laughs> I was like watching this. I'm like, you know, given that the writers, Batman, Bane, Alfred, uh, <laughs> like all of them are British uh, or like not yeah. American. This is really funny because then yep. you just have Bane going like, look at your oppressors. And it's like basically a general sweeping statement of the American penal system. <laughs> and it's just like Christopher Nolan, like looking across the Atlantic going, that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny to like yep. have that, that commentary that I feel like if an American writer did this, it would be really different. Yeah. Maybe like tread the water a little bit or like, aware that they're walking on thin ice a little bit like kind of scared to really attack that <laughs> walking on thin ice uh, <laughs> oh that was the other thing i believe this was the most satisfying batman shows up thing like it like this does a really good job of like removing him and watching all of gotham fall apart it does a terrible job of really expressing that it's like that it's four months that this happens across yeah it's like the the timeline <laughs> in this movie is all over the it's place. so weird it's like yeah. oh it's gonna fall apart in five months and this this time watching i was like wait this is five months <laughs> yeah and so like and then so it's just like you watch the gotham fall apart and it and then, doesn't even really fall apart like it doesn't like gotham in joker felt more fallen apart yeah than gotham here yeah um and it, it she uh my girlfriend was like wait are the cops dead and i was like no there's like one throwaway line that they're gonna like keep them alive with supplies down there and like yeah it's just that whole kind of time skip didn't feel good. Yeah, it's it's clumsy. Yeah. Um, but then having Gordon walk across the ice and then Batman show up and then like the he lights the flare and it goes up and it's the bat signal and Bane's like Impo impossible. Uh, it's just <laughs> like that was really satisfying. I actually yeah. got chills from that. Just like that bringing him back. I wish they'd gone with like the more intense Batman music than like the. Like there's like the four levels of his theme. Yep. You get like the big one that happens like like basically at the end. Mm -hmm. I wish they'd done that one. Like right. just like the just across the fucking bridge of New York, essentially. Like uh not the Golden Gate. What's no. what are the bridges? Uh, They're like named after presidents or some shit. There's the the Brooklyn Bridge. And oh the, yeah. Okay. Uh, so like imagine the Brooklyn Bridge with like a giant fucking bat signal burning. Yeah. That gets like the big Batman theme. Yeah. And especially with Bane going, oh, fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah. So that happened. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's next? Uh, what else have I been doing? I did other things. I've been doing other things. I don't remember. Oh, uh, I've been watching a little bit more Community. Mm -hmm. uh, that's right. You are not the one who's seen it. Right. Andrew's the one who's seen it. Uh, I did watch a video on how community and arrested development are very similar which kind of got my attention when you're talking okay. about the progression of arrested development it's regression. very similar regression uh very similar with community okay uh because Royland leaves season four mm -hmm. like after season three and that's a shit episode and then season five was brought up was done by netflix and it just didn't have what it wanted to do there was a the mm -hmm. guy that was watching was talking about how the episodes are longer which lets them put the things that kind of just bring it down in uh, when in the show, when they, they had to keep it 23 yeah. minutes, they would take that out. They're more aggressive at the editing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's probably one of the reasons. So I'm not really looking forward to season four or five. I think Andrew just told me to skip season four. Oh, cause it's uh, at least from what I'm seeing, it's like 
things that happen in a season don't really totally affect the end of the season. Well, you got Once you get through the first season, it's all just kind of like they're the same stagnant characters, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, everything with Donald Glover is a fucking blessing. <laughs> He's pretty great. I love him so much. I keep meaning to get into Atlanta, but... Yeah, me too. Um, what else have I done? I feel like I've done other stuff as well. I've been playing League of Legends. I've heard. Oh, I did. I did that last time, didn't I? What are we at time-wise? How much news is there? Uh, there's a little bit. Oh, we're already at 48 minutes. Well, let's hit the news real okay, quick. Okay, let's hit the news. All right, what do I got news-wise? Oh, um, our own news first. Yes. A Catwoman booze and booze is finally gonna fucking be released. <gasps> Whoa! Oh, like we have we've had the commentary up there forever, but the actual edited version that Andrew spent like a week editing mm-hmm. is actually going up. It's gonna go up on Monday, uh, June fifteenth. Yep. Is that right? Yeah, June fifth, Monday, June fifteenth at six p.m. All right. And that's going on YouTube. It's like a fifteen-minute video. It's amusing. Andrew does one recurring joke. I think we showed you uh, the edit that he does yeah. to something. It's really funny. So I'm excited. I'm going to go back and watch it because we got some funny bits in there. Yeah. So look for that. That'll be good. On our YouTube. Yeah. Our we YouTube's going to have something. Quality entertainment at YouTube.com. Yep. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm not entirely clear how that works. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, speaking of DC movies, um, it's, a, it's not content. Um, HBO Max had... I think most of the like the recent DC movies. Oh yeah, on there, and then they're gonna pull some of them off and like cycle them. Um, I this this feels like just another version of what they're doing wrong with our uh, DC universe. Like I'm mm-hmm. really close to just canceling my DC universe if it weren't for Harley Quinn is worth seventy five dollars a year for me. That show is fucking amazing, <laughs> and I love it so much. Um, but. It's so annoying that I'm spending $75 a year to not get the movies that are out. Right. Like, I want to, I, I was like, I want to go watch, like, Dark Knight. And it wasn't on Netflix at that time. And I was like, oh, I'll go to the DC Universe. It's on there. No, it's not on there. None of the yeah. DC movies are on there. You got all the old Superman. You got all these shows, but yeah. none of the movies. And it's such a bullshit move that they're like, hey, you're a fan of DC? Cool. We're going to reward you by giving you this whole thing of DC. You want to watch the new stuff? No, pay us more. Yeah. It's it's punishing to the fans yeah, and it's just, it's fucking stupid. And I thought that HBO max would be the alleviation to this, that like they would put all of their Warner media movies. This is, I was calling this forever ago. HBO max is what I was talking about forever ago when yep. Disney announced their thing. And I was like, Disney, Netflix and a Warner media entertainment thing. Yep. That's what you need. Yep. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Give me my royalties. Warner media. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I'm. I saw that. That's fucking stupid. That like they're like HBO Max, everything that's Warner Media, not everything. We're gonna cycle it. I, 80 percent of things that are Warner Media. It like it's they're, stupid. They're gonna take it off and bring it back on, and there's some sort of logic to it. But like, I, it feels like there must be some internal reason that made that an attractive idea, but not a smart one. And they were like, oh, let's go with this. But I think they're gonna get backlashed. Oh, so backlashed. Yeah. So. We can start a mob. Our huge fan base. We can start a mob. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to meet at um, uh, the the DC building in... Um, in DC. In DC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, that's, that's so stupid. I hate that. Yep. 
Um, Artemis Fowl has released on Disney Plus, yeah. and it apparently is atrocious. I could tell from the trailers. <laughs> yeah, I really liked those books when I was about twelve. Um, they're, you know, it's it's kind of different. He starts out as like an out and out bad guy. Oh really? Yeah, and he's got like a whole arc, um, and it's kind of him discovering himself. There's a cool like I guess sort of time travely moment in like the fifth book where he's like, man. I was just a terrible kid. <laughs> um, but I, I don't think this movie was ever going to do it justice. I think. Oh, if it's a movie. Yeah. I thought it was a show. It's a movie. Um, but yeah, it's apparently really terrible. Yeah. Um, maybe we can booze booze it sometime. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get back into doing our booze and boozes. What's yep. our next one again? Oh, we recorded the Green Lantern, not the Green Lantern, the, the Fan Four Stick. stick. I don't know if we're gonna release that one. Yeah, it kind of wasn't wasn't conducive to it. Yeah, because like we we discovered that there's a difference between like a bad movie and a laughable movie. Yeah, and that's just a bad movie. Yeah, like Catwoman's a, a laughable movie, and I think Green Lantern is a laughable movie. Uh, yeah, I will defend that movie with my, <laughs> I don't know, my left pinky toe, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fun. Um, yeah, Fan Four Stick is one of those ones that it's like. It's overarching problems. Yeah. They could have done it right. Yeah. But they just they didn't. Yep. Um let's see. What did I press? What am I on? <laughs> Matt lost it. He got a new I, phone I and had... he's like so con- he's old manning the shit. He's like, wait, where's my settings? It's like it's the gear on the top <laughs> right, granddad. <laughs> no, like I, I had something pulled up and now it's Brian Tyree Henry. Six fantastic performances from the Atlanta actor. Oh, uh, another thing about uh, Merlin is it has a lot of big actors from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's an episode. It's just one episode with Gendry, and I'm like, oh, it's Gendry. Oh, oh and Gendry died. Oh. <laughs> and then the next episode that we're about to uh, that I'm about to watch is uh, has Tywin Lannister in it. Yeah, and sure it's like, yeah, it's Tywin Lannister. Ooh. Um, one thing I actually noticed. Uh, I looked up who plays uh, Arthur, and he. And Uther's actor, like the Arthur and Uther, mm-hmm. father and son, play the Medici in the Medici show, father and son. Oh. And they have a pretty good dynamic in the show. So I might actually, I want to, I want to check out all those things. I watched the first few episodes of the Borgia show way back when it came out. Mm-hmm. I was too young to understand and like really be okay with like watching incest and like rated R sex scenes. And I was so uncomfy. Yeah. And so I stopped watching it. <laughs> I need to go back and watch it because, like, that's the, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. That was the Pope incesting his daughter. <laughs> Fucked up thing. Yep. Poor Catholic Church. It's been through a lot. Yeah. Um, Tenet has been pushed back, but only two <sighs> weeks. But what? Only two weeks. Oh, okay. Still coming out. Uh, scheduled for July thirty first. Cool. So, hope it hope it's still coming out because yep. um. This is the thing I've been most excited about since Dunkirk. Yeah. Basically, it's just, it's the next Christopher Nolan movie. That's what keeps me going. Dude, remember when the 1917 trailer happened and it was like... World War One, Kirk. Yeah. It was, like, it was like that trailer and then it was like DreamWorks. And I'm like, fuck DreamWorks, who hurt you? I think all <laughs> the Shrek memes got to DreamWorks. They're like, you know what? You know what? World War One. <laughs> we'll show you. I'd say you're right. But I'll also point out that DreamWorks produced Gladiator the same year that Shrek came out. Oh, did so. they? Okay. I didn't know Dreamworks. They've always thought... been edgy. Okay. 
<laughs> Shrek was them lightening up for once. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, speaking of movies being pushed back, Wonder Woman 1984. Yep. It's been pushed back to sometime in the fall. October 2nd. Okay. So that's not too bad. It was it was supposed to be August 14th. That hey, was I won't the... be in school. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> we can see it. Yep, that'll be good. Um, cool. Excited for that. Hope it doesn't get pushed back any farther. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then there was one trailer. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yes, I saw that. I know nothing about Bill and Ted, but... You should definitely watch the first two for cultural enrichment, and they're also pretty great. All right. Watch that, watch that yeah. at some point. The first one's just a just a gem just a just a classic it's really great the second one is substantially worse overall Mm -hmm. but has some just absolutely gut-busting laugh out loud moments cool so yeah all right i'll check those out yeah as well Um, are those uh, something i can watch while i'm drunk yes cool there's something you should watch while drunk (laughs) (laughs) maybe i can smoke and watch them Ah. fun no i get too critical when i'm high no i've noticed that like I really don't smoke all that often, but like mm-hmm. if I do smoke, I watched Drive when I was high, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this movie is fucking perfect." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was like the next day that I saw you at church, and I was like, "Dude, why don't you like this movie?" <laughs> you like it, you just don't love it as much as yeah, I. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll probably rewatch it at some point and appreciate it more. But you should smoke and watch it. Nah, no. <laughs> but I get really, really critical. Like I notice very tiny details when I'm high. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. It's actually, uh, except I point them out to everyone and everyone's tired of me talking. I'm just like, oh, it's really cool that they like do this part. And it's like, Preston, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just enjoy it in your head. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know this. I mean, this trailer didn't do a whole lot for me, but late sequels are always a little hit or miss. Maybe this will be a hit. Preston's high definition movies. I'll do a series where I just review a movie as I'm watching it stoned. <laughs> that would be i'm i think i might do a pilot run of that all right like on my because it would just be me yeah and see and like play it for other people and see what they think and if it's amusing enough because i could be amusing sometimes if i have the have right to see it but <laughs> <laughs> i still got faith in it's you like, buddy. yeah i mean we've been friends for five years four years I think we were friends all along. I'm going to say six years. <laughs> we've been over that. We, we've told that story. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Any other news? I don't think so. don't think I had anything. Things are starting to open back up. Yep. It is hot in here. Yeah, I am sticky. My parents are my parents are out of the house for a couple of days. Uh, they should be back soon. But like the the their house is on vacation mode. So it's like 78 degrees. And it's just like, ooh. Yeah. But all right. All right. Uh, coming soon to oh, literally tomorrow or like mm-hmm. the next episode. No one's going to, no one follows us so intensely that they'll listen to this immediately and then wait for the next one. Probably not. <clears throat> so the next episode, uh, Batman, me Batman eternal. Yep. Look forward to that. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to talk about yep. it extensively. And it, since I'm surprised we actually filled a full hour with we just took what we've been up to. a lot of tangents. Uh, yeah, it just shows that, like, we can fill an episode yeah. now. It mm. used to be like, oh, well, like, we'll struggle to get to 30 minutes. And then we try to, like, keep ourselves to, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. No. Nah, it's just like, oh, we got to fill 45 and we'll just keep going. Yeah. And then once we, like, put us on that, like, all right, we're just going to try to fill with what you've been up to. Is, 
we can fucking fill. Oh yeah. Um, so that one will be a lot of fun. We'll, I, I have a lot of ideas. I want to talk tangentially to, okay. uh, uh, to eternal and more comics and stories in general. Yeah, no, I think I think there will be a lot to discuss with this. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big thing. It's with a big a lot thing. Of, a lot of things going on. A lot of things. Uh, so, yeah, look forward to that, to the next episode. Uh, yep. Until then, shall we? We shall. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Just Us Lude. Episode of Just Us Losers. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. You should check out our YouTube, because Monday, that uh, the Catwoman Booze and Booze edited version that courtesy of um quality entertainment slash rem productions i don't know what our official title is his own andrew johnson not the president right our podcast is like the movies so it's like an aspect okay. of this entertainment thing which is also oh, yeah. part of the bigger production company okay Andrew, REM Productions is the Warner Media. Okay. REM Productions Zone, Andrew Johnson, who's been on some episodes. You know what we need to do at some point is we need to get back into those Game of Thrones episode-by-episode yeah. episode things. Oh! That's going to be really interesting now. I'll say a thing after, the, <laughs> after we stop recording. All right. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, at Justice Losers Pod, wherever applicable, and Gmail, Pod at gmail.com. That one's correct. Uh, you can you can send us things. Um, let us know what we should talk about on our next episode. Spoiler alert: It's going to be Batman Eternal. Yeah. Um, Whatever you say, it's going to be Batman Eternal. Tell us what we should talk about on the episode after that. Yeah. Because then we have no idea. Yep. We don't plan very far ahead. We don't. We it's really don't. it's amazing that we had a topic this far in advance. Yeah. <laughs> this one's been there for a while. Yeah, it's basically but... been waiting for me to catch up on Batman. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. We had that plan forever ago. Yeah, no, this was like pre-Christmas break that yeah, you like we started six, on this. Seven months ago. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Anything can be music. It's one of those like 1960s pencil sharpeners. <laughs> music, music everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> music, music everywhere. <laughs>